Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to the first episode of Mishmash. This is a show where we get to talk to the weird, wacky, and wonderful people, people that I adore and want to learn more about. I'm Miss Hancock. Let's see. I wear many hats, and I mean that literally, sometimes scarves. Uh, you don't get to see me, but I'm a bald girl and a cute one at that. And I am a cheer mom. I am a wife. I am the owner of 100th Monkey Media, which is a social media company. And I am the executive director of TEDx Gateway Arch. So thank you for being here with us. And I would like to introduce to you a dear, wonderful friend of mine, Angela Laraka. Welcome. Thank you, Mish. That was quite the intro. I'm telling you, I'm getting this, I'm getting this whole podcasting thing down here. You got this. You got this. <laughs> so when I first met you, I met you as the brand manager at Unidev, as they say, the face. <gasps> the face. The face oh, brother. of Unidev. But there's more, but we're going to start with that. Tell me about the brand manager position. Well, thank you. No, Unidev is an awesome company. Um, they do fantastic technology work. They're 25 years old, so they know what's going on. Um, we've just got an awesome team, great attitude. They do great work. And it's an environment that I really love. And they, I don't know, it's like we actually see what people, what are they envisioning for their company or for this app idea they have, or how can we work together? It's like, so much more of like a partnership. It's like we play well with others. We don't just turn out your website and there you go. Thanks. Good night. It's like we're in this together. Right. Now what? And you, I like that robust? you guys say idea factory. <laughs> we are. I like that idea of an idea factory. Isn't it good? The very idea of that makes me happy. Cheers. <laughs> I feel like a light bulb should just go up somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But there's way more. So we have Is to there? talk about a few things. Okay. One that I happen to know quite well is you are working on a movie. <gasps> I am. I am. This is um, this is going to be a wild adventure, Mish. Um, so I've been acting forever and ever, uh, writing for a good chunk of that time, producing for a little bit, but never directing. So Ooh. I'm kind of in like a now's the time mentality. And I really like both personally and professionally creating opportunities for people. And one of those people happens to be my brother, who I adore. And so do I. Isn't he fun? I do. I love him. He just He's this most charismatic person, I think, on the planet. And I know he is capable of just bringing this character to life. So I called him and I said, hey, I'm writing your dream role. What do you want to do? And he kind of got Napoleon Dynamite for a minute. He's like, oh, <laughs> and I don't know. I'll call you tomorrow. I was like, or. I don't or. know. I was like, oh. <laughs> that is so Napoleon His Dynamite. His sigh went on for like 35 seconds. And I was like, or how about we keep talking? And I got it out of him. And after four, five hours, I don't know, it was a long conversation, we had an outline. I said, okay, we're going to tag team the script. You're going to be the lead. And I'm going to direct because I've been telling you what to do forever. And we both like <laughs> filmmaking. So a it, true sister-brother relationship. It makes sense. It does. So we're teaming up. So far, so good. We haven't beaten each other just yet. Well, that's good. And it's so fun. I just, I like taking an idea and bringing it to fruition. It's like. And this is going to, this, and you're, you're, when do you actually start? Like, are you, you're starting fund, you're doing the Kickstarter type, not we, Kickstarter, but Seed and Spark. Yes, yeah, Seed and Spark is a wonderful platform for indie filmmakers. And we're having a crowdfunding kickoff cocktail party. I'll be there. Yeah. I will be there. Right in the heart of the Cortex District at CIC. Totally cool. So Adventure Cafe, that is one of my favorite places ever locally. You just meet the best people there. Yeah. So I said, 
well, I want to be in this environment for my film. So we're doing a party there February 9th. Hooray. Open to the public from 6 to 8. We'll have themed cocktails, giveaways. We just want to bring people together, let them know what we're doing. If they want to be part of it, great. If they want to walk off the door and never talk to me again, that is fine too. I doubt that would be the case. I don't know, Mish. <laughs> I really <laughs> so, doubt it. But I'm let's, excited. I want to talk acting a little bit. Okay. Okay, so it's my happy place. Can you tell? <laughs> well, let's just let's just talk about 1994. Well, well, Your Sega Sega commercial, I believe. <laughs> why are we? Why is this I swear, I coming out of it. your mouth right now? I looked for that commercial, <laughs> and the only commercial I, well, I found one that was like no people. It was just about some game, and okay. then there was another commercial that had a family in it. But it, you were not. It was not you. It was oh, good. It, yeah, they were kind of a weird family. I don't understand the one dad was like eating pickles out of a great big jar and I didn't Not get the connection. It was, it was, you can eat pickles and play Sega. I'm like, that sounds like a bad game. It does. But yeah, so it was, but so how did, I mean, how does one, how does one come about to where we, we are now in a Sega commercial? Well, that was around junior high-ish and I was just getting involved in theater. And at that time, my family moved to Chicago and that opened my eyes to, okay, this whole like theatrical hobby can actually become a, a lucrative thing. And so at 14, I was like, mom, I need headshots. So I got headshots. Mom, I'm calling agencies. I have to get with an agent because I want to do work. Oh, awesome. I want to do commercials. So um, yeah, I think that's sort of where this entrepreneurial spirit was born in me. And I just, um, yeah, was lucky enough to get a lot of commercial video, voiceover work, some theater and things like that in Chicago. And it has just evolved and I love so many elements because the entertainment industry there's so much to it it's like I don't ever just want to do film or just want to do theater or voiceover I like all of it and I think you can do all of it you just you can't be someone that only acts for example it's like I want to act I also want to write I also want to produce I do know when to say no and I don't want to do all of those things at once I've done it before and not a good look on me. The whole stress thing, <laughs> little, like too many hats. A little anxious. <laughs> a little much. A little much. So I'm learning to simplify and be diverse with the projects that I choose to be part of and then ones that I create. So I like to do the opposite of something that I've just done and kind of go for shock factor. It's like I don't always want to be shiny, happy commercial girl. It's like right. I want to bring it in a super heavy drama and then bounce well, you back did. into a comedy. What was the movie? There was oh, a movie and yes. I watched it. Was a it was a short film. I loved it. it I cried. Oh, yeah, totally I'm glad teared you cried, up. But you know, well, you know, you know but what I mean. because you, but you did the right thing. Got the emotions That's right. And tell me about that well, movie. Thank you for watching that. And yeah, saying of course, I nice voted words. yes. I felt voted best movie. Oh, thank you. Heck yeah. Thank you. That was um that was really fun <laughs> fun as an actor to stretch. Right, right. Super heavy material. Oh my gosh. Um yeah, it was the first time I had the lead in a drama and talk about the pressure. Cuz comedy, you know, of course it's light and it's fun right. and we're all having fun and, on set. And natural to you. I think so. Yeah, I definitely. From, your my family's really you're quite funny. witty. kind of grew up that way and yep. it's like that's how you get through life. And I think you have that quality, absolutely. Oh, you hell yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> laughing? If we're not laughing, we're not having a good time. We're not doing life right. But um, no, this drama sort of presented itself, and I auditioned, and they presented the role of the sister to me. And I, I don't usually do this, but I said, mm, no, I don't want to do that. I want to play the lead. I'm like, good for who you. Is it? Who's How this girl bold. talking to the director? I love it. And so we had several auditions. I did some video stuff. They came down here because they're all out of Columbia, Missouri. 
they came down here, and I remember auditioning in the middle of Caldi's de Mun, my happy place. And it was you the auditioned most there? Dramatic scene, yeah. Ooh. They go, okay, so let's do this scene. And it was the heaviest one. So I'm bawling my eyes out in the middle of Caldi's. People are like, what is wrong with that girl? It's just coffee. You're fine. Yeah, it's, yeah. So, a yeah, caffeine. booked it and filmed it and um, so excited, but so challenging. Wow. Well, it was. And what's the name of it? By Bad Day's End. And is it something people can still see if they Google it? Uh, I believe so. It's on Vimeo right now. Okay. And the, the entire film is there, so you, you can certainly watch it. But that one goes out to everyone who says, I smile too much. Ah, <laughs> smiling's good, though. It is. And so let me ask you, you're saying that you, you talked about, I'm learning to say no. Right? Is that part of your New Year's resolutions? Do you do resolutions? You know, kind of, sort of. And it's funny, right when 2016 hit, I was like, oh, I'm trying to think of some great goals, but I keep thinking of things I'd like other people to do or not do. <laughs> like, 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 did you say, hi, I've got some resolutions for you. A couple things I'd like you to work on. Yeah. So I'm like, can I provide them for other people? Um, but no, I, I do like to, pl- to plan realistic goals, but just have a plan behind each one. I'm not exactly. trying to do everything all at once. It's like, okay, think big, think small, think ongoing. And be disruptive. Be shocking. Yes, shake things up. I love the word disruptive. I, I love the word disruptive too. It makes me, I totally want to do it. I kind of, I want to be somebody that people go, she's so disruptive. But yes. In, but in a like in a, a great woo, way. awesome way. Yeah. Like she's making a difference. She's making things happen. She's, you know, just making change. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to take a bit of a break, ma'am. Oh. And uh, let let the radio station do their thing. Okay. But we shall be right back. Get raw with chaos on Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m. at studiocradio.com. All right, we are back with mishmash where we meet the weird wacky wonderful people that i adore and want to learn more about and we are here with angela LaRocca. hello darling hi mish so we have a lot of fun on social media together <laughs> we, we really do, do. We're, we're, we're like oh yeah like comment share we're, we're doing that whole thing Hashtag. on social media mm-hmm. which you love social media i love social media i find great joy in it and think there's more good to it than bad but i'm lucky i have more good people in my life than crazy weirdos. <laughs> I like Bad your weirdos. style. Yes, no, surround yourself with positive people. The end, you know? <laughs> so when it comes to, so you're very active. You're very active on social media. And the thing I like, and I do the same thing, is that you you use it for professional and personal reasons, but you're okay with kind of mixing though too. Like there's there's yes. a lot of transparency with that. I'm learning that. that. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I want to present Angela LaRocca. I do a lot of things and I don't feel the need to keep them separate, especially when those worlds collide a lot. Exactly. So yeah, I, I learn, you know, what's appropriate and what needs to be posted on Unidev social and who do we tag and when do we do this? And it's really, it's kind of fun analyzing, you know, when are most of our visitors on? Who right. are our most engaged people? But I love playing the game. I love giving back. It's like, I know if, you know, one of our clients is doing something great, of course, we need to showcase them. But anyone new that I meet or places I go often, like Caldi's, for example, I love taking a picture of my coffee cup and tagging them and they share it and everything. It's just like a great way to be someone's cheerleader. Yeah, online. exactly. That is the exact word I use all the time. Yes, I, I always tell people person. find your cheerleaders mm-hmm. because your cheerleaders will help you go. It'll become more organic, and you'll exactly. you'll get you'll extend your reach just by people that love and adore you and want to talk about you. 
And I'm telling you, I think Twitter has taught me how to condense my writing. God bless 140 characters because it's like— Well, you know, that's changing. Yes, it is. What do you think about that? I'm fine. I'm a writer. I could just word vomit stuff all day. I'm like, bring it on. (laughs) I think it's going to be interesting to see how that changes Twitter because we are used to, I mean, there's there's an art to keeping it at 140 characters, especially when you also are putting in a a link and you're putting hashtag rocket bunny, you know? (laughs) Hashtag rocket bunny. That would be your hashtag, right? It is my hashtag. It is real. I have a shirt that says that, Mish, so you know it's real now. I'm serious. Or hashtag team Mish. Yeah, it's a thing. That is very real. I'm sorry. Didn't we have balloons that said that? I believe we did, yes. Mm -hmm. Balloons and and buttons, I believe. Because we are super fans of you, Mish. You know that. See, that makes me, that just, that got a little tear. Right there to see it. I know, I know, I know. Wipe it off. No one can see. No one can see. But social media to me is, I, I, the thing I love about it is the fact that I can sit down at any time and I can just chat with my friends a bit. Exactly. And especially, you know, if you've moved around a lot like I did, it's like, I want to stay in touch with my friends on both coasts and back in Chicago. And um, it's just a great way to see who's doing what. And I've gotten right. back in touch with these girls I went to elementary school with. We're talking first and second Isn't grade. Isn't that amazing? Haven't seen them since then. And we're getting together next weekend. <gasps> all because of social. I'm How like, fun. We just started this group. And I'm like, do you guys remember this in third grade when Mrs. Hoffman did this? You know, it's like, <laughs> so it's bringing us together. And it's so funny. But I love when you get to know someone on social and then you meet them for real. Hey, that happened to me. IRL. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. In real life. That happened for reals. Isn't it? Who did you meet? What well, was it like? Okay, so this is going to, this sounds really hilarious coming from me, but um, I am friends with DJ Scandalous. Of course He's you are. He's a hip hop R&B guy. No kidding. Yeah. No, we met on Twitter. And then from Twitter, it went to what's your email address to what's your phone number. I mean, how? Yeah, your best Why? Friends? Yeah, we're we are total buddies now. He even he even came in. He wrote a song for TED for our one of our TEDx our first TEDx event. He came in and performed the song. You can, I mean, it's on YouTube. You can find it. And this is all starting from a Twitter conversation. Yes. How did you two even find each other? Well, I love that you're this super awesome cheer mom, and he is just dropping it like it's hot. DJ Scandalous. Well, I have street cred now. Clearly, right? Because I'm like, yeah, oh my friend DJ Scandalous. I just throw that into conversations all the time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm sure, like literally, r- and people look stop, at you like, like, what the heck? No, seriously. But we have gotten to a place where I'm helping manage him, and he's helping me with my business because he's he's quite the computer guru. Is yeah, he now? I don't know. He's like helping me with the website. He's That's he's, he's a brilliant person. So it's really fun. I mean, it's like awesome to be around this super creative, brilliant person like you. Oh, creative thank brilliance. You. Thank you. I like try. it. Yeah. But that's amazing, though. It's like really the power of just one platform like that. And now you have a friend for life. And who knows? Maybe you'll be dropping an album soon. I don't know. Well, yeah. Anything's possible with you, Mish. Things are happening. <laughs> so, well, yeah, we'll have to talk about that at some point. But should I? The Scandalites? Uh, we're going there. Yeah, we're going to go to you the can't Scandalites. can't say something like, let's talk about Scandalites and then okay, not Okay, so, expand. well, you know how hip-hop R&B guys have, like, their dudes, like, their entourage, their yeah. cool-looking guys with the, you know, and then they got the girls that are like, ah, twerky, twerky, mm-hmm. right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, we don't want to do that. No, well, the Scandalites are going to be something different. So, that's all I'm saying. I'm going to, we're going to, we're just going to leave it there. People have Such to keep an eye out. Such a Mish. Total uh, cliffhanger. Right on, right Scan- on. Okay, okay. So, um... I want to talk about with you. Okay, I have I have some questions. Sure. Can I ask it. you? Can I ask you a wacky question? I'm an open book. Yes, the wackier the better. All right. Here's my first wacky question for you. Oh jeez, Angela. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're <laughs> on a quiz show all of a sudden. <laughs> Angela, what paranormal phenomenon 
do you wish that we would actually find like definitive evidence that is true? Oh my, mm, I know, right? Gosh. This this is going to cause you to think. Like, do you wish that Bigfoot would actually be found or no? No, <laughs> I didn't mean to shut it down Nessie? like that. But no, UFOs. UFOs are interesting. Yeah. This whole life on other planets thing kind of intrigues me, right? Enough to where I'm like, is that real? And the whole like ghosts and spirits and people that believe in stuff like that. It's like, did you really feel a presence in your house? What happens in this house before you moved in? You know, Absolutely. stuff like that. I think it is interesting, but I also get scared really easily. So I don't like to think <laughs> well, too much. But don't about you think it. we do ourselves a disservice because like most of the movies about aliens are not ET. It's mostly like, hi, we're here to kill you and destroy you and eat your family. Did you know <laughs> that ET scared me so much? Really? You ask my brother. I was like, Marky, somebody threw a tennis ball from the shed <laughs> and I don't know who it was. Or you didn't baseball. think ET was all cute? with his little light-up finger and all that? Mm. 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 No. You know, it was a great film. It really was, <laughs> but he was creepy looking. Well, yeah, he was not. Oh, and then the- don't you wonder, like, this alien population, like, they all have these squatty little legs. What do they do? I don't know. I'm a petite person, so I'm like, am I an alien? <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at E.T. and thinking exercise is not a part of your culture. Not so much. <laughs> he's got neck bones like crazy, but um, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not riding the bike. He's what? In the basket, which yeah, is totally right. cool. Like who, you know? who does the bike riding part? <laughs> Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Over the moon. Didn't he like fly around? Sure it? did. That now, was see, the poster. That would be cool. A flying bike. Or a flying car, which they promised we'd have at some point. That's going to happen, I'm pretty sure. You think so? How will that work in the sky? Like, will they have lanes? (laughs) You're asking the girl who got a driver's (laughs) license in Chicago. I don't even know. (laughs) I barely got it, too, by the way. (laughs) Have you ever driven anywhere? Like, have you ever had to drive... In Europe or anywhere you had to do the left side thing? No, I didn't. I mean, wait, drive do we drive in the, What the hell side do we drive on? Uh, Don't listen to me. No, but the I opposite did, side of Americans. No, I've never driven in a car that way. But I did ride on the back of a Vespa when I was in Rome la, ooh, last summer, two summers ooh, ago. I like that. Sounds like you're going to begin. Like I did ride on the back of a Vesta. That's when we got to do this kind of a voice. And when I, I was filmed in it. Rome. I know. Good times. Good times. But no, I was like, we're on this super cobblestony road. Just zooming through Rome. And of course, I'm the filmmaker nerd. I've got my phone out and I'm filming it. And I'm like, is this safe? Because we're just (laughs) going around corners like there's no tomorrow. And I'm like, I am so capturing this. Who is driving the Vespa? The gentleman that started the Roma Fringe Festival. They kindly invited me to come out there and do my one-woman show. How cool. So they were kind of like, we're going to take you around town. Because I was like, I don't know anyone here. I'm in the middle of Rome. And, I'm a little blonde girl you, in Rome. Did you have to like do it in Italian? <laughs> no. They just said be very, very animated. I'm like, ah. I got this. And I was writing it, um, rewriting it on the flight there. I was rewriting it an hour before I went on stage just to make it a little bit more understandable to that, everyone yeah. and universally appealing. And then I spilled a bottle of water on my laptop right before I went on. Ooh. Computer froze. I'm like, right, wing time it. to jump on stage and do Just my thing. Just wing it, which I'm sure you did great. <laughs> I tried. I enjoyed it. They laughed. I'm like, I don't think they get it, but I don't care. <laughs> but th- or maybe they're just laughing at me for some, oh, whatever, they're laughing. <laughs> I know, we're having fun. Hey, pizza, wine. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are up for another break, so we shall be right back talking more to Angela LaRocca. Today's show is sponsored by Elizabeth Smith with Remax Results. 
Liz Sells STL. Her background is in service, so her goal is to serve others and ease you through the big process of buying or selling a home. You can find Liz at 314-807-3659. All right. This is Mish Hancock with Mishmash, and we are back with Angela LaRocca. Angela. Can I ask you another wacky question? Of course. The oh, more yay. the merrier. Well, I don't know if this is, well, yeah, it is a question. It's what do you feel is the most embarrassing fashion you have ever worn in your life? Oh, there <laughs> you are any? so many things running through my head right now. I have like the opposite of writer's block. Um, well, let's talk about the mullet of 85. Ooh, nice. Let's talk about a the girl denim mullet? vest. A girl mullet. Not cute. My bangs started in the back of my head. <laughs> they all came forward. <laughs> and it was oh. I didn't have long hair. It was just enough to where I'm like, what is going on? I would dig a visual of this one. <laughs> <laughs> I think my head probably leaned backwards because there was so much going on. Um, yeah, no, the the denim vest, which I wore in my headshots. Ooh. Okay, Ooh. first headshots. Weirdly enough, got me a lot of work. Really? And a lot of times I'd say, wear, wear that vest. <laughs> it was a magical <laughs> denim vest. So the, I the girls got a wardrobe already. That's what they were Mish, thinking, right? If I was thinking, I would have brought you this print job that I had to wear that stupid vest. And, <laughs> but the best part is I had jeans on with it. So Ooh, <laughs> denim now, you're on denim. not old enough to do hey, Did you do the acid wash? Was the acid no, wash a thing? Really. When was that? I don't. They were before my time a little bit. Yeah, probably. But I before. folded my jeans up very carefully and then oh. scrunched down socks. Ooh, scrunchy socks. Those were hot. Now, did Super you wear more hot. than one pair, or were you just a one pair scruncher? No, multiple. Oh yeah, um, good. I liked to change the colors because mm-hmm. Punky Brewster was my idol growing up. <gasps> right. Like, we should all mismatch things. <laughs> Ironically, on the mishmash podcast, we're talking about this. But no, I love wearing opposite. I still wear two different socks every day. That is a fun fact about me. Really? Yeah. Now, and I will tell you, my daughter, that's what she does too. It became a thing with all of her group. So fun. And as a mother who does laundry, I really dig that. Exactly. I totally you know what's love funny? That. I started pairing them up, then I stopped. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah, well, what am I and, doing with my life? And Why like, am I? Where do they, like, when you try to keep the, the pairs, forget it. It's not worth it. Because something weird, there's some kind of like a wormhole in a dryer. Where certain items they just go, go it's, it's and an they abyss. don't show, and you're like, where the heck did it go? I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, again, it's not caring. It's like there are bigger things going on in the world than my socks. But it's so fun if I have to go on like a show or do something super professional, and I'm trying to be all put together. But I'm like, underneath, they have no idea that I have like a pink <laughs> knee sock on and a red and white tennis sock on the other with a little bobby ball on the back. That's right. It's like the hidden <laughs> tattoos. Like like some people are like, I got a tattoo on my butt. And exactly. You're like, okay, I don't want to see it, but all right. Well, you know, <laughs> so that's fun fact. That's fun. Okay, I have, I have another one. If you could create your own pet, what would it look like? My own pet. Oh my gosh! Like you can be totally outside. You can talk about the qualities of the pet, the look of the pet. It obviously would not look like ET. No, not <laughs> not even a little bit. I don't know. I like a cute little kind of furry. Almost like a mix between a tiny dog and a hamster. Oh, Just I something like fun that you can like a teeny nope. tiny like you could have in a you. teeny tiny little carrier you could take around with you. Exactly. I would want one that doesn't poop. Yeah, no. If you can pee. control that, that would like be like if the, it was excellent. like magically could just evaporate out of them. That would be good. <laughs> that that is, you know what? I think you're onto something, Mish. I think you are. But I'm just have fun you. little 
tiny cute ball of thing that wouldn't mind me taking a lot of pictures and video of this well you'd have to alleged animal i mean because how on social media oh my people gosh. love the cute pets they go crazy over animals insane there's like a million videos about pet but pets are hilarious they are they do they bring you away from just that real world chaos for a minute and it's like i will laugh at that panda sneezing because that's adorable they, oh my gosh that's an oldie but goodie that Isn't one's it? been around for a while <laughs> i mean in well in in like social media years yeah you yeah, know yeah. like i always tell people oh yeah i've been doing social media for five years which in social media years means i've been doing it like 30 Exactly. Because it changes it's like dog ears, every other better. day. You know, it's like Twitter, 140 characters. Oh, now thousands and We're thousands, changing. you know. Yeah, write know. write your whole up. bio on Twitter now. It's a scary thought. People are going to do interesting things with it, don't you think? What do you think people are going to do? How do you think the world will respond to that? I really want to see how it evolves. I mean, in one sense, I think that it's a defining thing about Twitter having the 140 characters. Mm-hmm. For, so for them to come out and say... All right, we're, we're doing the 10,000, which I got to admit, I don't think I know what 10,000 really looks like. Like, is that three paragraphs? Does it look like a giant Facebook post? Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Like, can you, does that mean you're not micro-blogging on Twitter anymore? You're now macro-blogging? <laughs> or, you know, I just wonder. I mean, I, it'll be interesting to see how people do it. And I think the thing behind Twitter is we don't want you to leave. Exactly. Yeah, they want you to stay engaged, but I, I really like the more condensed. It kind of teaches you to only say what's really important. Yeah. Who can you not, like who, if you had to be on an island and tag only one person, who would you choose? Facebook, you can kind of go a little bit nutso. And, but what yes. I wish people would maybe stop doing so much are these giant rants on Facebook. It's like, oh, what? No, this is not yeah. your diary. Mm-mm. Get I don't a journal. Rants. No, I, I think I think when I look at social media and I talk to people that say things to me like, you know, oh, well, I don't like how people are, you know, they talk about crazy things on social media right. or they go and they go off on politics or they go off on this. And I'm like, well, that's not fun. No, I it's mean, not engaging. It's no. not I don't want, or people that just say something mean, like I had someone say something on the TEDx Gateway Arch page the other day that was not nice. And I'm thinking that is not lending to the conversation. That is being kind of a jerk. And you don't get to say that on the page. So, Yeah, it's like you you have any any post is an opportunity to say something. And don't you want it to be something that people are going to remember you? If they happen to just glance on your page, see your top post, that's their impression of you. Exactly. And you can't take that back. Yeah. You got to be choosy. First impressions are very important. Aren't they? <laughs> well, I try to make a good one. So yeah. share share something with us that's really interesting. What have I not covered? Like, what have I not talked about that you're thinking, Mish, please let's talk about this. Or we should go into this crazy old subject. Do you want to hear about my first experience in a feature film? I do. Okay. So I, I was super excited. I got to be an extra in Message in a Bottle with Sir Kevin Costner. Really? Okay. Wait, who else was in that? I don't even remember. All I can think about was Kevin Costner. Um, but, no, Paul Newman, excuse me. Oh, yeah. Well, kind of a big name. Sort of. <laughs> he Love makes him. stuff. Didn't he? He made salsa Salad dressings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a boss. So, okay, we were on the L going through Chicago. That was where the scene was taking place. And they needed a very short, petite person to stand next to Kevin Costner. There was literally a tape that said short. And the director's <laughs> like, you, come here, you'll do. So I get up there and I'm not kidding you. He's hanging on to the railing on the ceiling. I am right there in Kevin's armpit like this. This microphone is his armpit. Here's me. Hours and hours. But I was like, this is so awesome. How fun. Now, if I watch that movie, will I see you? I don't remember. You might see a short blonde head. And oh, that might gotcha. be me. Just like, there's little. Angela's head. <clears throat> Probably the back of my head. So, and how old were head. you? 
Uh, probably like 20. Really? Yeah, 1920. So are you sitting yeah. there and thinking to yourself, right now, I know exactly where Kevin Costner is at this moment in time. <laughs> like, you know, not, not everybody on earth knows this, and I do. No, I was kind of like, hmm, Old Spice. Maybe that's what's... <laughs> Kcos is rocking, um, but no, he was so K-Cos. nice. <laughs> that's that's Such what his, his friends call him. They do, right? They do. Kcos. Um, but he was just—he was so nice. But I was thinking, I'm like, I'm super lucky. I get to stand on this short mark and be up in his armpit. <laughs> like, this is my job for the day. So we—I remember it was quite a while ago. I used, I used to be in event management. Okay, and, and I worked I, in events too. It's nuts, right? Oh, oh that's well. I keep thinking I'm going to get out of it, and then I'll send them in TEDx Gateway Arch. Push I'm like, back what in. the heck? I'm back <laughs> in event management again. But um, you know, it's like this thing. It's like a sickness. You can't get rid of it. You just have to get back to it. You know. But I shouldn't say sickness because I love it. But you know. Yes. But uh, the I was at a conference one time, and the show that evening they didn't tell us who was going to be the music act, but it ended up being the Bacon Brothers, Kevin Bacon. (gasps) What? It was so much fun. But the whole time you're there, all of us are just like staring. It's all of us girls are just like staring at Kevin Bacon. We didn't care what he's saying. We're just like, and we're like, oh, look, notice he doesn't wear socks. Like this is, you know, some big thing. It was. He's kind of edgy like that. Yeah, right. You know, crazy. I know. Love him. I really, really, really like his work. Well, I'll tell you what, we don't have enough time to go into anything else, but I'm telling you, I love this. Thank you. This has been so much fun. You totally have to come back. Okay. You know, because once the movie's out, we have to talk more. Oh my gosh, no, you need Mark LaRocca on here talking about the movie. Totally. We will do that. Maybe both of you at the same time fun. Okay. Thank you so much. I'm beyond flattered to be your first guest on this show, and I could talk with you all day. I know. So we'll meet later. Okay, sounds good. (laughs) Thank you, Angela LaRocca. This is Mish Hancock. You just listened to the first episode of Mishmash. Thank you. This episode is sponsored by Once Upon an Occasion, talent at its best to entertain your guests. Invite your favorite character or have vocalists attend your next event. Check them out at Team dot o-u-a-o at gmail.com or team o-u-a-o dot wix dot com Tune in on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. for Sexy Thoughts with Lindsay Walden.